0: Hello and welcome to my podcast Up Your Total Glow, your podcast for your body, mind and soul to support, guide and empower you to uncover the most glowing, healthiest, feel-good version of you. I am super excited that you're here because if you ask me, there's nothing that looks and feels better. Today I'm speaking about mental health. And I do feel that with everything that is going on in our world at the moment, that this topic is more relevant than ever. I don't know about you, but I feel that there is not much togetherness going on, but instead a lot of dividedness. I observe a lot of hatred on various social media channels and there is so much fear mixed with aggression, so much physical and so real and also experienced felt isolation. And I don't know about you, but I don't think that any of this is contributing to our health and well-being, but rather to this ease and a lot of despair. I feel we as a humankind, as a global society, could not be further away from this most glowing feel good version that we were born to be or always meant to be and if you are at the moment struggling if you are not feeling great within your precious body brilliant mind and amazing soul I would like to use this podcast to remind you that your true nature is love your pure essence is nothing but love and I would like to try and fill your heart with hope and love, or at least glimpses of those. If you cannot feel such love for yourself or for the world at the moment, let me hold the space of love for you, at least for now. Let me give you a huge virtual hug. You are amazing. You are absolutely wonderful. And let me take you by the hand and let's take little tiny steps into a more balanced a more at ease version of you. Remember, you are stardust wrapped in skin. Can it get any more magic? Okay, so in this episode, I'm sharing with you a few data that clearly clearly mirror how very unwell we are when it comes to our mental health. I'm trying to define what does mental health mean And does it make sense or is it helpful for our health to speak in terms of being mentally healthy and stable or not? I'm offering you a different perspective and I'm taking you on a little excursion into the incredible world of Ayurveda, where you and I are exploring the concept of doshas. I'm wondering why it is that we are collectively struggling so much with our mental health at the time we are living. What are the reasons for this? I am also having a look at what it looks like when we are falling out of our happy balance. What are the signs and symptoms? And of course, I'm giving you action steps that you can take to find your happy balance again and in doing so, upping your inner and outer glow. And I would like to start this episode with a few data that, to me, are very, very shocking and that I do think speak for themselves. So did you know that approximately one million people die every year from suicide So this means one in hundred deaths is suicide. One in hundred. And for every suicide, there are many more people who actually attempt suicide, but don't succeed. Suicide is also the fourth leading cause of deaths among 15 to 19-year-olds. And the tendency since Corona is that More suicide attempts are happening among teenagers and young adults. I don't know about you, but I am deeply shaken by these data. These data speak for themselves and show how much and how many people suffer and struggle. And I can only speak from my professional and personal experience, but I have not yet had a client who did not suffer from the consequences of stress on a mental or physical level. I'm seeing daily beautiful people who have developed an unhealthy relationship with their bodies, with food, with health. And then on a very personal level, my two girls, almost 14 and 16 years old, are really suffering from all those measures against corona. They sit isolated in their rooms. They do not enjoy playing sports anymore because they do feel they are suffocating behind their masks. On the other hand, they are so used to these masks that they feel to wear without them and ugly without them. They don't want to show their faces anymore. Are we crazy And are we crazy to blame our children for passing on the virus? Are we for real? So this is my appeal to everyone. Let's please stop with this craziness. Let's stop all this discrimination, blaming, hatred. And let's choose more effective ways of promoting health and well-being. Here's my suggestion. Let's aim for love. Let's nourish our bodies, minds and souls with healthy, delicious love. I promise you, this will promote much more health, vitality, glow and well-being. So simple, right? Yet apparently so incredibly hard. Okay, so this was my rant for today. Thank you for listening. Not that you had much of a choice. <laughs> so what does it mean to be mentally healthy or mentally stable and mentally well or unwell and not so stable? I guess mental health refers to our thoughts and feelings, to what's going on in our inside, the way we are experiencing our world, which then transfers to our actions and reactions as well as into our daily habits. And I guess in a very ideal world, our thoughts and feelings would actually support and empower us to live our best lives and be the most glowing, feel-good versions of self. Yet, in reality, this often looks very different. I suggest to me who feels that my thoughts and feelings are sometimes a better support and sometimes not such a great support for me to come back to this most glowing version of me so I do feel that mental health or being mentally healthy is not that black and white but rather refers to a broad range it's a flow and I'm wondering whether such labels like mental health like depression anxiety eating disorder binge eating etc actually helpful for us or more of a burden to our health and well-being since we are then much more likely to identify with such states of disease and might limit ourselves within these labels. So I much more prefer to choose not such black and white thinking but would rather suggest to think in terms of balance. And what is making us fall out of our physical and mental balance? And what is helping us to recreate, recreate, or come back to our normal state of balance. So we do know how it is. We have seen how this all or nothing thinking is what's happening with it, that it's not helpful. We have seen this in our dieting mindset and we do know that it truly sets us up for failure, for frustration, for rigid thinking and rigid ways and more disease. So please, please, please let's not repeat the same mistake here. And I would like to invite you here to come with me on a little excursion into the amazing world of Ayurveda which is one of the most ancient life sciences. And I feel this might help you to feel more empowered and understand better your natural state of being and how we all can fall out of these natural states very easily through our life choices and daily struggles and hurts and so on. But that we also can sometimes with little steps recreate balance. And I feel our Western health system is not really doing us a great service here, since it is all about reacting to the symptoms of disease instead of truly helping us to recreate balance and maybe even prevent disease. I'm not saying that the Western healthcare system. Isn't great or um, not absolutely important, but more for really emergency situations. And I feel that when it comes to promoting health and well being, the modern Western healthcare system is, in my opinion, failing us. So Ayurveda is based on the belief that everything is made of the five elements. And furthermore, there They they believe that there is a combination of each element, which then results in three humors or bioenergies known as doshas. And these doshas are called Vata, Kapha, and Pita. And we are born with a unique ratio of doshas, which defines our constitution. So you could say this is sort of your personal blueprint of balance or optimal health. Okay, so it is my hope that by looking at these different doshas or the different physical, emotional, mental and behavioral characteristics of these doshas that you really might gain a different understanding of yourself and what you need to be more in balance and also that you don't think of yourself as being broken or or that there's something wrong with you. Because there's not. All that has happened is that you might not be in your balance. So let's try and make sure that we can revert that. Okay, so let's start with Vata. Vata consists mostly of the two elements, air and space. And general traits of Vata are cold, light, dry, rough, flowing and spacious. In our body, Vata is like the wind, so it's responsible for movement, that is, vata is responsible for transporting nutrients through our body and also for our musculoskeletal system. Okay, so let's have a closer look. What does vata look like on a physical level? So when in balance, vata people are usually rather slim, with slim hands, feet, faces and eyes and with dry skin, hair, nails, etc., Vata people find it easier to lose weight than to put on weight. And I guess it's almost self-explicatory that Vata people love to move, sometimes too much. And Vata's people mind when in balance can be described as very fast moving, they are creative people, flexible, and they carry a certain lightness about them. Typical character traits are that Vata people are very enthusiastic people with very optimistic, positive mindsets. They are quick to act, but also very quick to change their opinion. They love to travel and are adventurous, but they absolutely hate Being and feeling under pressure. And they also do not very well if they get the feeling someone is competing with them or if they are exposed to any kind of competition. From a physiological point of view, Vata people are the most prone to disease in regards to what they have been given or bring with them, in that they have more of a fragile physique and constitution, so they are not very robust at all. However, and this is a huge, but Vata people are very adaptable and very quick to jump on change and also very willing to make changes which then kind of makes up for their not-so-strong physique when it comes to their health and well-being. And when Vanta people are in imbalance, this shows on a mental and psychological level that they feel much more fearful, much more anxious, nervous, restless. They don't have any appetite and find it hard to eat, and they might develop insomnia, have trouble sleeping. From a physical point of view, when in imbalance, they are most likely to experience any joint, bone, hair, and skin issues, as well as digestive issues. So bloating and flatulence is a big one for Vata. Okay, now Pita. The Pita Doja is based on the elements fire and water. And its common traits are hot, light, sharp, oily, liquid, and mobile. In our body, PETA is responsible for all biochemical processes, so such as for our metabolism and digestion. And from a physical point of view, when in balance, PETA people are very athletic people. So this also means, of course, they love to move or playing sports and to exercise, and they are also very good at it. So this also means they have an athletic build, so neither too slim nor too heavy. Their skin is more oily and also well-circulated with blood. And their hair has often a tiny tint of red in it. From a mental and psychological point of view, PETA are people that are incredibly intelligent, They have a very clear, sharp mind. They are very good speakers, but also very good listeners, are good in convincing others, (laughs) and they love learning. They are quick to answer and very driven and ambitious. Character traits are also that they're usually well organized, very pragmatic, usually brave. They are natural leaders, but they are also quick to lose their temper and The Pitta Dosha is often described as an internal sun because it has the power to bring light into the darkness and also quite figuratively shed some light on the dark. So I think that's super beautiful. So this means that this Dosha is also associated with vision and helping others to see and understand. When Peter is out of balance, this shows up in an accumulation of too much heat. So on a mental and psychological level, this can mean that Peter people then become very impatient, irrit- irritable, aggressive. It can show up in dominant behavior towards others in perfectionism and contentiousness on a physical level this mostly shows up in any kind of inflammation in the body and if this inflammation is not rebalanced early enough this will then lead to chronic disease and yeah as a result of this chronic inflammation okay now kapha So kapha is based on the elements, earth and water. And typical traits are steady, stable, heavy, slow, cold and soft. And in our body, kapha is responsible for providing stability and flexibility. So as a side note, no wonder that most kapha dominant people are amazing yogis. Okay, physically this Kafa trait or this Kapha element shows up in very robust bodies. So Kapha people have typically larger hands, feet, bones, joints, teeth, often darker hair. And from a physiological and anatomical point of view, Kafa people are those who have the strongest innate immune system. However, also they are very slow to change. So this dislike in change then sort of kind of breaks it even again yeah so they are very very slow and it takes a long to convince a Kaffer person to modify their behaviors okay typical character traits are that they are very tolerant very patient pragmatic very strong and traditional Um, Typical characters when they are in balance also means that they are very down to earth and they actually love sleeping and they love sleeping very long. So also they are more reflective people so you could really say they are a very natural opposite to the vata who is you know very fast with with everything the kapha person really rather likes to think before they speak they are reflective they also really love any kind of enjoyment they love food and they hate any form of conflict and tend to turn inward when confronted with conflict or when they are not feeling good or in imbalance. Kaffa people put more value on being with their family than their career. So they are very giving, very loyal, very protective And I do feel we don't have enough kafa people and people with those attributes in our lives at the moment. So, our world is so fast paced and everything has to go quick and quicker. (laughs) And careers, yeah, career is everything in our world. And I think it would do us all very good if we could bring more kafa back into our world. What do you think? I also believe that it is those kapha people that are made of total best friend material or total amazing spouse and partner but maybe this is just me and of course it also depends on your own constitution and if you are a kapha yourself you might actually benefit much more from a vata and pita person to recreate more balance in your life. Okay when an imbalance this shows up on a mental and psychological level in sluggishness as well in greediness so kaffa people when there is too much kaffa energy tend to feel also very de- depressed and or yeah find themselves in various depressive states and emotions and they are struggling to get out of this to break out of these emotions you could say that they almost have become mentally too stagnant without any movement there's no energy to change On a physical level, this is very similar. They also become, when imbalanced, more stagnant. So, and this being stagnant then shows up in overweight and obesity and cravings and diabetes. And they also tend to catch easily colds and in general have more issues with their respiratory systems and functions as well. This can show up in water retention. Okay, I hope this felt empowering for you and you could recognize yourself in one of these, or two, of course, of these doshas. And yes, I hope you feel much more inspired and encouraged to view your inner and outer struggles with more kindness and with more love and that you can also see that things are not as hopeless as they sometimes feel and that you can return to feel good balance okay I would like to have a look at signs and symptoms that show you that you have fallen out of your feel good balance And of course, these can look different for everyone because we are also very different, live different lives and lifestyles, live in different environments and um, are made of different (laughs) genetic material. But it is my experience that... Often we get so used to being out of balance that it has become our new norm and by naming some signs you might actually realize that it is time for you to take some actions to return into your happy fecal equilibrium and the sooner you do this the easier it is of course. Okay so what are some signs and symptoms? This this imbalance can often show in that you have less resilience when it comes to your daily life, your daily stresses and challenges. It can also show up in you having a more negative outlook in life that you feel you are caught up in a vicious cycle of worries and fears and you cannot break out of it. It can also show up in you being more worried about your future or um, that you are being less able to concentrate. Maybe you're experiencing heart racing or pounding or a knot in your stomach. You might use a very negative language towards yourself and others and judge yourself and others very quickly. You might feel less patient, more angry, more aggressive. You might also feel like sleeping all day (laughs) if you're a Kapha and or if you're a Vata, you you may experience sleeping issues. You might start drinking alcohol regularly as a form to soothe your emotions or you might start smoking cigarettes or other things, I hope not. Or you might tend to soothe with food and eat lots of sugar or other comfort foods or in general eat too much or you might do the opposite. You might go on a strict diet and rather starve yourself so like you feel you're gaining back control this way. Or you might hide behind your work and feel like you, there's no way you can take a break and you also don't know what it looks like to rest and have some recreation time. As you can see, um, all this imbalance can look very different for everyone. Okay, so let's investigate why is it that so many of us are falling out of the happy balance these days? What are the reasons for this mass internal imbalance? And as always, I feel there is rarely one particular reason, but rather lots of reasons and things that accumulate. But I do feel that one of the main reasons is our crazy way of life that we have adopted these days. So we are living lives that are more fast paced than ever. We are daily exposed to so many stimuli, so much noise. We are always under the pump. We are always, all the time, everywhere available and reachable. At the same time, we live more and more isolated lives and have less and less contact with real loving human beings made of flesh and blood who can smile, who can hug, who can listen. We are no longer living in large families and communities where we can exchange each other daily and fulfill important social social roles and even within our little families we more often choose to then be with our various devices than truly with each other. And since we are short in time, we are also no longer cooking our meals, which is also not really necessary since there is a fast food restaurant at every corner and there is a bigger variety of packaged meals than whole foods available in some stores. All of this, of course, does not only have a huge influence on you as an individual, but also on our planet. So our water, our earth, and our air is full of toxins, herbicides, pesticides, you name it. And there is far less health-boosting micronutrients in our foods, far less vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. In addition, we do not really have to move much anymore and hey we don't have time for this either everything is optimized even our bikes and of course we prefer drive throughs and to be clear here I think it is normal that we are evolving and it is beautiful but I do feel that our bodies are a little bit evolutionary behind and are still reacting to all of this overstimulation as if we were about to find a Siberian tiger or a bear, just there bear, rarely Siberian tigers and bears crossing our ways and the stresses we are dealing with are constant and everywhere. And then secondly, also we have not really learned to adapt our behaviors appropri- appropriately to this fast-paced world and way of living. Okay, so let me sum up some us that we are constantly dealing with because it is my experience that we have gotten so used to them and to feeling stress that we do not even recognize important signs and signals that it is time to change gears and how we change these gears I come to in a moment. Okay, so psychological typical stressors that you might be exposed to are that you are feeling constantly under the pump. You have never enough time. Maybe you are working full time and are looking after your family as well. Have no help here. Maybe you are under very high pressure to perform. Maybe you are never happy with yourself and have high perfectionistic tendencies. Or that you're feeling that you are trapped. Maybe you hate your job and you do not feel fulfilled at all. Maybe you feel that you are not able to take time out and to relax and to keep a somewhat healthy balance between your work life and your resting time. Or maybe you are experiencing acute or past traumas. Then typical physical stressors could be that you are doing too much exercise, that you are overtraining or that you are doing lots of physical heavy duty work. Maybe you're experiencing sleep issues or a chronic illness like an autoimmune disorder or allergies. Maybe you are continuously taking medication or trying to live without any kind of viruses via the use of disinfectants. That's a lot of stress for the body. We need a happy balance in our microbiome to be at our healthiest. Maybe you're experiencing chronic pain. Or maybe you are not living with a very healthy diet. Maybe your body is not getting enough vital minerals, vitamins, antioxidants, but rather your food is full of empty energy. That's a huge stressor for your body. Or maybe you are having intolerances that you are not aware of. Or maybe you are simply drinking too much coffee. Nothing against coffee, but be aware that too much coffee definitely disturbs the acid-base balance in our body. So be mindful. And we've already talked about the sensory stresses, so I mean all the overstimulation of noise, colors, TV, various devices that we are always reachable and available, and so on. And all of these disturb our happy balance of our precious body and brilliant minds. Okay. I would like to mention here as well that our nervous system can get very used to using certain neural pathways in our brain. And we then preferably and often without noticing drive on this neural autobahn, even when this autobahn is not serving us and does not feel good. And the reason is that using this pathway is almost effortless and, you know, everything costs us that that costs us effort and energy when we are already low in energy and on the edge is too much so as a first step I would like to encourage you to have a look at your situation your feelings and habits and assess whether you are in a happy balance or not so what I'm asking you to do is bring some mindfulness into your daily game and to become more aware of certain behavioral automated auto bands you and your nervous system are accustomed to drive on. And please, please, please don't misunderstand me here. If you are not feeling well at the moment and are experiencing some kind of more depressive, depressed or anxious emotions, I want you to know that this feels very full on and can totally influence and hijack your way of thinking, your behaviors, the way you are moving, the way... You, you you, feel and of course your body posture and so on your entire life so I'm aware of this and I'm not suggesting that because you're now bringing some kind of awareness or mindfulness into your uh, neural road game <laughs> that all of a sudden all will be good and you can simply choose a different exit or road no but by assessing where you are at the moment and you are creating a little bit of space between you and all that is going on. And you are giving yourself the opportunity that other roads are possible. Because there are, there are lots of different roads and they don't have to be super full on or intensive. There are tiny little ones that really sum up and make a huge difference. And I would also like to remind you that if you feel at the moment that it is all too much, even the tiniest step is not doable for you that's okay absolutely but please know that you are not alone you don't have to do this alone there are so many wonderful health practitioners and well-being promoting experts out there that can take you by your capable hands and help you onto another road trust me Okay, so here are your action steps that you can take to recreate more physical and mental balance and in doing so upping your inner and outer glow. Let's start with the things that you can do to nourish yourself with from the inside out. So, of course, nurture yourself with lots of fresh foods that are in season and relatively free of toxins. Nourish yourself with lots of vegetables, fruits, legumes, whole grains and pseudo cereals such as brown rice, rolled oats, oat bran, as well as quinoa, amaranth, buckwheat, taff, millet, sorghum, you name it. And as well, unsalted nuts and seeds and cold-pressed oils. And in regard to oils and fatty acids, please make sure that you are including enough essential omega-3 fatty acids into your diet, such as hemp, flax, chia seeds, walnuts, and so on. But also omega-3 fatty acids that are particularly rich in anti-inflammatory properties, such as algae oil or fatty fish just one little word of caution here unfortunately we are facing the issue that the resources of fish in our seas are getting smaller and smaller please be aware of this and also most fatty fish contain lots of heavy metals such as mercury and so on so please be aware of this Then avoid processed foods, foods that are high in refined sugars in unhealthy fats like trans fats that contain or try not to eat too much omega-6 fatty acids. They are not unhealthy as such, but if you eat too much of them, this can create this imbalance in your body. Also, try to avoid too much animal produce, too much salt, and of course, preservatives, GMOs, fillers, colorings, etc. And this does not mean that you cannot eat your favorite foods anymore. You can replace all of these with healthy, delicious alternatives, which not only will taste better, but will leave you feeling amazing. I promise then please make sure you drink enough water and balancing alkalizing herbal teas. Avoid drinking alcohol regularly or also it depends a little bit on your individual makeup but also limit coffee. So again, coffee can really have a huge impact on your acid-base balance and also avoid any kind of sugary or caffeinated drinks. I also invite you to, instead of using so much salt, spice up your foods with more herbs and spices. This is such a powerful and little step to improve your health and well being tremendously. And it's delicious. Okay, in general, pay attention to your acid base balance, as I said before. And if you are starting to eat more whole foods and fresh produce, this will happen very naturally. Then if you feel that your body or mind have fallen out of the happy, at the moment it might be very helpful to do a cleanse where you avoid any kind of foods that are potentially not good for you and instead nourish yourself with all these with all of this fresh goodness of mother earth and all its different colors textures and tastes and also really focus on rebalancing your microbiome and gut with probiotics and or fermented foods, as well as lots of prebiotic foods, that is foods that are bursting full in soluble and insoluble fiber, as well as resistant starch. Okay, I would like to mention two vitamins or groups of vitamins that are particularly important i would like you to pay particular attention to and that is for one your b vitamins and then your vitamin d so the b vitamins are super important for healthy brain metabolism if your brain is not getting enough b vitamins especially folic acid your brain metabolism is directly and indirectly impacted And I see this in clients who go on a very low carbohydrate slash keto diet. Then also vitamin B6 is very important in the production of serotonin and noradrenaline. And folic acid, vitamin B12 and vitamin C are all necessary for the synthesis of dopamine and noradrenaline. Okay, then a lack of vitamin D can really cause depressive mood changes because vitamin D is vital in the regulation of serotonin. So this means a lack of vitamin D can lead to structural changes in your brain and has also a huge effect or a huge influence and on how dopamine can be used and how noradrenaline can be synthesized. So... You could say vitamin D is a huge factor in protecting your neural pathways. Okay, so let's have a look at ways how you can nurture yourself from the outside in. <laughs> Most importantly, please find ways to manage and reduce all of your different stresses and stress and do so effectively. I do feel very effective ways are meditation, pranayama. So breathing, try to breathe more into the belly. The more stressed we are, the more we breathe into the chest. But also journaling, then be creative. And also, of course, move your body and move your body with joy. This can mean that you just start with 10 minutes or 5 minutes, but do it daily try and keep a good balance between work and rest. I think doing so is in our fast-paced crazy world really as important as brushing our teeth. So you're brushing your teeth because you don't want any plaque to build too much up and yeah this will then cause real issues So in the same way, please find ways to keep your stress from building up. Brush your mental teeth every day. And the most effective way to do so is by creating a morning and hopefully also an evening routine that truly nurtures you and manages your stress. And I think it's very effective and important that you include from both worlds. So from the physical realm by moving your body but also from your mental psychological realm, such as in meditation and breath work. Okay, then also, please, please, please be more aware of what kind of news you are ingesting, excuse me, and also what kind of social media does really make you feel good and what not. And you can stay educated on what is happening in the world without potentially risking you to fall out of your happy balance. Truly, trust me. Okay, then surround yourself with people that make you feel good, that bring the best out in you. Social interaction and contact with real humans who love you and listen to you and want to see you thrive and be at your best. All of this is super important and not to underestimate. So, so powerful for your health and well being. And yes, I know this is a little bit more challenging during this time of corona, but there are lots of ways how you can still do this and if you do it online but please do it and yes by all means of course create a better balance between all the hustling all the work that you're doing all your going 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 and your rest and your recreation you're going inwards and also make sure that you're getting enough good quality sleep and If you're struggling with sleep and would like more action steps here, then please listen to my episode on sleep. Yeah, that I hope will help for you, help you hear more. Okay, then let's have a look at how to nurture yourself via your thoughts. And I invite you to practice mindfulness. Please be aware that not everything that your mind is reflecting to you as being true is actually an objective reality. Your thoughts are really colored by all of your experiences, by your limiting beliefs, your painful events that you had to go through. You could almost say that you are wearing your very own set of glasses through which you are yeah, experiencing your life and no one else is experiencing the life the way you are and those glasses are also definitely not a mirror of reality. And this is why I'm inviting you to become more and more aware of your thoughts and to observe them and create more space between you and your thoughts without always straight away reacting to them. And along the same lines, please become very aware about the way you are speaking towards yourself. Your body hears every word you are saying and... You know how incredibly powerful words are. I I bet you know how horrible it feels if someone says something not very nice to you. If someone criticizes you or is even mean to you. And the same is true if you do this to yourself. So instead I'm inviting you to be also a very beautiful masterpiece in progress. And what do I mean with this? I mean that I would like you to allow yourself to make mistakes and rather view them as stepping stones and learning curves so that you can become even more glowing and an even wiser and more loving version of you. It's not about being perfect, never. Perfectionism is for one very elusive a very elusive goal and then also who enjoys perfectionism it's boring isn't it so i invite you to be patient with yourself and to so i that's something i i don't find easy at all so what do i do to help me de- developing more loving patience with myself I like to imagine myself as a five-year-old, and I really try to keep this five-year-old girl in front of my mental eye and try to speak to this version of me. And this helps me to be much more compassionate and much more loving and have much more patience towards me because. Yeah, I know that it's not always easy, especially if you're not used to treating yourself this way, but I'm pretty sure that you would not scream at your child simply because it makes a mistake, right? So I invite you to maybe try this kind of, um, yeah, try this five-year-old version of you as well. It really works for me. Okay I hope you found this episode helpful and can feel in your heart how special and important you are and that our world is a better place for you. If you did enjoy this podcast I would be thrilled if you gave it a five star rating on Apple podcast and followed me on Spotify. I would also love it if you recommended this podcast to anyone who you feel would benefit from it. Let's share the love and lift each each other up instead instead of tearing us down. I totally believe in you. I know that you are born and are on this planet to live your best life and feel wonderful in your beautiful or handsome body and brilliant mind. So please, by all means, make sure you do. And if you cannot love or believe in yourself at the moment, let me be your biggest cheerleader for now. Keep glowing. Much love.